This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. So most people, I think, hope that others don't suffer, right? Um, I can't say that all people hope that others don't suffer because, unfortunately, there are some people who would wish harm intentionally on someone else. But for the most part, I think that you know most people would be sad if they knew that someone was suffering. Um, I think most people would, that at least that I interact with, would label themselves as basically good and compassionate and caring people. And I think we'd all love to believe that we're maybe selfless or able to really feel compassion for other people. And I think that if this is something that you feel strongly about, then you probably work on this in some way in your life, that you try to be a good person, you try to be a kind person. My hope is that if you know someone that is struggling or going through a hard time, that you would extend a caring hand of some sort to them. And at the very least, if you can't do something for them that I hope that you would um, find, which honestly, I think most times we can't do things for other people for lots of different reasons, you know, distance or whatever, but um, I'd hope that if you can't do something for someone else who's struggling, that you'd at least have a moment of thoughtfulness towards them, that you'd feel bad or sad for them for whatever they're going through. Um, and it can be as simple as like if you are scrolling through your social media and, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and you see some kind of sad news that someone posted like someone died or someone's sick, someone's dog died, someone lost their job, or if they're um, being vulnerable and sharing something about their day that was difficult during their life, whatever. Um, I, I, you know, I think it could be as simple as that, but I think it could also be something like if you walk by someone on the street who, um, you know, maybe has like a noticeable disability and just kind of pulls at your heartstrings and make you feel sad or bad for them. In these situations or others like them, there may not be a lot that you can do for that person or even there isn't anything that needs to be done. But, um, you know, I imagine that you'd have that moment where your brain would just kind of pause what it's doing and think of that person. Just give that person in their situation a thought um, and just kind of a hope that things get better for them, even if just for a moment. Then I think there are times where you'll hear about someone's struggle and you'll actually be able to do or say something to express your sadness for them or even take a step further and you can actually do something to ease their trouble or their sorrow. You know, maybe you could talk to them, send them a gift, um, help with making a meal for their family, pick up their kid from school, donate money, lots of different things that you can do. But the sad reality is that suffering and struggle is not hard to find. If you look at the news or social media or you just have a conversation with someone else, you'll undoubtedly hear a story or see something about someone's struggle. Uh, in fact, I think there, well, I, I mean, I just think of like TV, you know, there's commercials or ads specifically about suffering, about illness, um, 
you know, organizations that are trying to raise money or something like that. And, and they do this because the hope is to raise awareness or money um, for different causes like childhood illness or animal shelters. And these things work because, you know, they do pull up people's heartstrings. They do make people aware. And that's what, they, what we want, right? They're intended for that is to um, raise awareness and kind of help people feel compelled to help in some sort of way. And at the very least, the hope is that they'll, um, even if people can't help, that it'll raise awareness enough that people now have a new awareness or new knowledge of the issue and, you know, that they'll just think about the cause of some sort. So those are the obvious struggles, right? We see something, we hear about something, we know someone's struggling. So I want to talk about something that's a little less obvious. I want to talk about kind of what I call the silent struggles, the struggles that we don't really see and we don't hear about. Um, Robin Williams had a beautiful quote that I'm sure many of you have read or heard at some point. But he said, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. I love it. I love that quote. It's so simple. It's so true and so powerful. Suffering is very subjective. One person's suffering could be because um, someone close to them died or is, di is dying, is sick. Another person's suffering could be because um, they didn't get a job that they really wanted. Another person's suffering could be because they feel really bad about themselves or have really bad self-esteem issues. Um, another person's suffering could be because, you know, they got a B on a test that they really worked hard for and wanted an A. We don't get to decide what suffering truly means for other people. And if we think we do, then we're not really compassionate people. Yeah, I mean, I think on the grand scale of things, some things are worse than others. Some illnesses, sufferings, what, you know, suffering is, can be worse than others. But when we're talking about someone's personal struggle, I don't think we get to define what that is for other people. We don't get to decide if something really counts as a struggle or not, or if it's bad enough or whatever. But unfortunately, we live in a society that loves to define things for other people. We, um, I think we like to make decisions about if someone's struggle is big or small. We mock or judge people for their struggles. And sometimes I think people do this out loud and sometimes they do it in private. Um, you know what? We all do it. Everyone does it. I know I do it. I'll be honest. I'm a girl. I like to gossip with my friends. I enjoy sharing things with my husband and talking to him about if I think something is ridiculous or sad or if, you know, a story that I heard that I have an opinion about. Um, we all have room to grow. We all need to work on not being judgmental of other people. But honestly, I don't think it's something that... Um, that we can completely rid ourselves of. I think every person has judgment, is judgmental in some way. I think it's just a human condition. So I don't think you can, you know, even if you work on it, I don't think you can completely be a non-judgmental person. And I, honestly, I think a lot of the times it's subconscious. You may not have to ask yourself like, well, what do I think of this thing I'm seeing? Now, I think your mind will most of the time just jump to a thought. You know, you'll see something and your mind will just have a thought about it or an opinion when it sees or hears something. 
And then, you know, after um, the thought comes in and you have kind of time, a little bit of time, even if it's just seconds that pass, then you can develop control over that thought where you decide like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just thought that. I gotta, no, I don't wanna think of that again or I feel so guilty for thinking that or, yeah, that's kinda true, I do believe in that. Um, So you can kind of then make a decision if you wanna keep that thought, change it, challenge it. But the initial thought, initial judgment, initial opinion sometimes can be subconscious and it just happens without your control. But you know what? Even if I have a judgmental thought, which again, we all do, I absolutely would never treat another person in a way that would show that judgment or that would somehow belittle their struggle. Just as a person, I I don't treat people that way. I would never do that, even if I had a very strong opinion about someone or what they were doing. Now, I know, I think we all would like to not be judgmental. And there are some people that legitimately say like, oh, I'm, I'm not judgmental of other people. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a real thing. I, I think everyone is judgmental. And anyone who claims not to be judgmental, I think, isn't being honest. Um, I don't know a single person who is not judgmental in some way. And you don't have to be mean to be judgmental. You know, judgment is... In, you know, the way I see it is judgment's just another word for opinion. So if you have an opinion, then you have a judgment and we all have opinions. It's just, again, it's a human condition. Um, it doesn't mean that it's always a bad opinion or a bad judgment. Not at all. I think, um, I do think some people are more negative than others, but to say that someone could never be judgmental in a negative way, I just don't think that's possible. So we should all definitely work on that just because everyone has the or is judgmental in some way doesn't mean that we just accept that and move on. No, I think you have to work on it and you have to try to be aware of your thoughts and your judgments. But no matter how hard you try, you will be judgmental at times. So if you're stuck on that, then please don't fight it. Just own it, work on it, work on being a better person. So that brings me to my challenge to you. I want you to make a goal to be more focused on other people than on yourself. And I really mean this in a super basic way. I'm not going really deep here. Um, I'm not saying like stop taking care of yourself or meeting your own needs. I'm just saying that I want you to start paying attention to other people. I want you to, like when you interact with another person, I legitimately want you to train your brain to filter all thoughts about people through one question. Here's the question. Could they be going through something that I can't see? You may never know what the actual answer to that is. And honestly, I don't think you need to know the answer. That's not the goal of this. But I do want you to work on the way that you see people. If you look at people through that lens then, you know, through the lens of um, compassion, the possibility that what you see isn't necessarily all there is to someone, then I think if you do that, if you look at someone through that lens, then you will become more compassionate. Just because someone's smiling doesn't mean that they're happy or that they're okay. Just because they look like they have it all together doesn't mean that they feel good about themselves. And I think a lot of people are very attached to their judgmental tendencies. They feel maybe entitled to judge others and to have opinions about others. Um, 
honestly, isn't that what social media is about? You know, it can be, it can be mild. It can be just like looking at a picture or video online and having an opinion about it. Um, or it could be, um, you know, something more aggressive, like seeing something, video picture, and then you feel the need to post a negative or hateful comment on that. Um, and if you're that kind of person, I really hope that you think long and hard about that choice, your choices to do that. It's unfortunate because, and maybe this is harsh, but I think that the most judgmental people really are typically the ones that are most insecure and most troubled. Um, and if that's you, I'm not trying to judge you. I just would love to open your eyes and help you recognize that you might have a deeper issue that you need to take a look at and, and address it. Um, if you spend your free time openly criticizing other people and directly saying negative things to them, you need to examine why that part of you exists because that's not okay. You know, why do you give your permission to intentionally bring others down? And I'm not just talking about like the ugly comments that people make about politics or religion or whatever. I see it in just like mom groups on Facebook. It's, you know, someone will post a question or, um, you know, share something that they did. And then it's really sad because there are other people that would just pop in there and be like, why would you even do that? What kind of mom are you? And it's so rude and so hurtful. And most of the time, it's not even something that would warrant an opinion. Um, but, you know, I think the people who are quick to criticize, um, they're oblivious to the fact that other people struggle. I think they're oblivious to their own struggles. But, um, you know, they can't see that the reason they're so ugly to other people is because they have stuff that they need to work on. So let's go back to uh, the goal, expand on it. So if you're working on asking yourself that question, the question that is, could they be going through something that I can't see? Then this will increase your compassion that you have for other people. And I don't know about you, but I would love for people not to make assumptions about me based on the way that I look or the way that I act. Um, just because I appear one way doesn't mean that you have me all figured out. You know, I'm a fairly confident person, but that doesn't mean that I have zero insecurities. Um, I've actually, I've had friends who it wasn't until after hearing me share some of my insecurities or talking about myself on this podcast that they even realize I have insecurities. So just because I don't show it doesn't mean they're not there. And that's the case for most people. Um, I'm just, most people don't advertise that stuff. So again, I, you know, I personally don't say ugly things to people, mostly because I would cry if someone did that to me. So, um, I try, I don't do that, but I'll admit I absolutely judge others in my head. I have opinions about people. Um, and you know, most of the time I have absolutely no reason to judge them. Um, the judgment can just be because someone you know, came across to me a certain way and I just kind of made a judgment, had an opinion. I have to work on them. Uh, but again, I don't expect to be perfect at this because there is no such thing as being perfect at this. Uh, so I, you know, if I focus more on catching my thoughts, modifying them and trying to ask myself that question, then I have a better chance of being more compassionate and feeling less yucky on the inside towards other people. 
Um, so you will judge people. It's inevitable. But I challenge you to really work on it. I want you to be mindful of what you think of others. If you decide to give this some thought, then I think you'll start to see people differently. And I also think you may start to see yourself differently. Um, I think that you'll have less bitterness and negativity towards other people internally. So really, it's about a mindset shift. It's about being able to remember that other people are going through things, and just because they don't look broken, it doesn't mean that they're not struggling. Um, we have a tendency to only see struggle when it's blatant and it's obvious, it's right in front of us. And that's normal, you know, it's good to notice the things that are in front of us, but we have to remember that just because it's not obvious doesn't mean that it's not happening. And, you know, I'm not saying that you should be on a mission to find out who's suffering internally and why. I'm just saying be kind. Be kind out loud. Be kind internally. Try not to be consumed by judgment of other people. Try to treat people with um, the, you know, other people with the thought that they may not be okay. Um, you know, when you're interacting with someone at the store or in a parking lot, um, let's say, you know, someone that works at the store and they're getting, they're distracted. They're not doing their job right. It's normal to feel irritated, um, but try not to get so upset. You know, maybe that person is distracted because their child is sick or because they don't have enough money to buy food that day. Um, you know, if someone posts their opinion online and you disagree with it, don't feel the need to be rude and post something ugly in return. Just keep scrolling, you know, just keep going. You don't have to agree, you know, let other people be entitled to their opinion, no matter how ridiculous or wrong it may seem to you. And this, honestly, you can apply this to anyone in your life, even the most you know, close people to your life, your significant other, your parents, your children, um, you know, when they're in a grumpy mood and you get irritated with them, would it hurt to ask yourself if there's a possibility that something else is going on? And if not, then, you know, if you don't ask yourself that, then you should try it. Sometimes you may need to actually ask it out loud um, in a nice way and kind of say, is everything okay? What's going on? Um, but if you know that that person's under a lot of stress and something, you know, work or something personal, give them some grace. Be, be patient, you know, think about what might be going on. And in their struggle, I'm not saying it's an excuse to be rude, um, but it's a reason for it. So sometimes you just kind of let it go in the moment, don't react, and then in a little bit, you know, find a way to nicely bring it up and ask them what's going on. Let them know that that wasn't nice. Like, even if you've got a lot going on, you know, I don't appreciate you talking to me like that, or that really wasn't my, you know, it's not fair that you took it out on me. Um, so despite what they've got going on, it's not okay, but you should also try to be compassionate and, you know, think about if something else might be going on. Um, it personally, you know, my husband and I try to use this mindset with our son quite a bit. Um, so if, you know, if he's being rude or has an attitude, then definitely address the misbehavior. But we also try to think outside the box, you know, make sure that there isn't something else going on that might be causing his mood. For example, um, about a year and a half ago, we moved to a new house and um, he was, I guess he had just turned eight. And so he had to switch schools mid-year. It was really hard. He was in third grade and um, he was so upset. He had to leave all his friends and adjust to a 
brand new, brand new school, brand new friends. It was really difficult. And he started having some behavior issues that we'd never seen in him before. Um, and when he would act out, you know, we would address the behaviors, you know, he'd get in trouble, but we really had to remind ourselves that he was going through a really hard life transition. His little world had completely been flipped upside down. He had no control in it. Decisions were being made for him. He didn't like it and he just had to go with it. Um, and he didn't know how to deal with that. He didn't know how to process his feelings. So sometimes he'd misbehave. And we, you know, again, we still address the behavior. He would get in trouble, but we would have really amazing conversations with him afterwards about like, that wasn't okay. And, you know, this is what you were actually going through, but that's not how we handle those feelings. And we have to work through this differently. And it made it easier for all of us to get through it uh, because it wasn't, the focus wasn't just on discipline. It was, yeah, he would get disciplined for the behavior, but the, the healing was the conversation about why he acted that way and what was going on internally for him and how he needed to learn to handle that differently. So, you know, most of the time he was his normal happy self, but when he would misbehave because of that, you know, it seemed odd and we just kind of had to, we were responsible because he's a kid, you know, we had to put our finger on it. He couldn't put his finger on it. We had to read between the lines. We had to really realize that there was more going on. So, you know, just something to think about that most people, there's a reason behind the behavior. And if you're dealing with kids, you got to help them out. They can't pinpoint that. Some adults can't pinpoint that. Um, so kind of going, going back to what I was saying earlier with how, you know, there's the, the obvious struggles and the silent struggles. You know, you have to figure out how to notice both. You have to pay attention to both. And, you know, I think you may be good at supporting your friend, for example, who asks for help, right? If they have the obvious struggle, you may be really good at being there for them, doing what they might need, asking if they need anything. Or even, you know, if you see someone share something on um, social media that is, um, you know, a request for help or, you know, um, w requesting prayer or, hey, you know, needing something that you could just maybe provide a service or a support for. You might be really, really good at that. But, you know, that's the obvious one. So do you go through life being kind and being a good person to strangers in case their struggle isn't so obvious, even when people don't ask for help? You know, I think a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. You know, you have to ask yourself, do you treat everyone with kindness knowing that they may be struggling and that they may not be showing their struggle? Or are you only there for the people who have the obvious struggles and very, very clearly ask for help and the rest of the time, maybe you're not so nice. Maybe you, you know, treat people in a very short-tempered way or you're kind of quick to get snippy with people who aren't, you know, who just are going through normal life, not showing that they're struggling because you expect better from them. So let's remember that quote from good old Robin Williams. Everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. All right, thanks for being with me today. I hope you have the, a great rest of your day and I hope that you show kindness and, that hope, um, and I hope that kindness is shown to you as well. Thanks, bye.